You're listening to Show Pony Radio with your hosts, Sarah Patricia and Katie Joe. Because behind every buckle, there's a story. Hi guys, welcome back. This is episode three. Three. Yes. And our guest today is... Say hi, Dan. Hi. Dan Huss. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan Huss is here, and we're here to talk to him mostly about his historical bridalist run. It has to be one of the most famous zero-scored runs of my recollection anyway. It's the most memorable thing I've seen in a really long time. It was cool to watch. Okay, so we're going to start with a little bit of background on Dan. I've known Dan for a long time, from your Ohio days. Correct. Run with it. Well, I, actually, I went to school at Finley College when Dale Wilkerson started the program and then graduated from there, and uh, they had a position available as an instructor, and I got hired on, and I taught there for 19 years. Whoa. So, uh, Impressive. And then from there, I moved to uh, North Carolina because the lady that owned Winkers Little Step hired me, and I rode a train. Terrible Most course. of the training. Yeah, who wants to ride that one? Step, <laughs> that one, yeah. And then I quit that job and, and moved to uh, Chicago, worked for Jose Vasquez. And, uh, and then <clears throat> and we moved on from there and went to Cliff and Gwenny Stife's place, and we just ran stalls from them. They're the people that raised Hollywood Dunnett. Um, and then from there, we moved to Arizona. And now you're there, and you're a big-time raider. You're a rock star still. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I try real hard. Amen. All right, so your run last night... Um, was with a horse named Miss Dreamy. She's a eight-year-old Magnum Chick Dream mare out of a gunner mare called it a, a, a gal with a gun, and she's actually out of a Doc Sidewinder mare that I believe Matt Lance rode and did really well. Oh, Matt! A throwback to the Northeast. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Full circle. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but she's the horse that you did really well at the World Equestrian Games. Yes. Yeah, so, um, we had the trials in May for the USA team, and, and she did really well there. We tied for the high score with Jordan Larson, and then uh, we went on to the games, and, and we did the USA team won the gold by nine and a half points. And I showed her in the individual competition, and, and I, I was silver uh, by half a point. Ugh, the infamous half a point. Yeah. <laughs> so you brought her here, and then this was her last run? Yes, like I was kind of shocked that Rick wanted to come to the World Show because he, he's not much on AQHA shows. <laughs> so he said, well, let's go to the World Show. He had one qualified. His wife had one qualified. So we came here, and the plan was this was going to be our last run. Then lose your draw. So. Mm-hmm. How did you decide you were going to retire? Well, actually, the initial plan was to show her at the World Equestrian Games and then retire and then and he decided he wanted to come to the World Show, and so I said, well, we'll do one more run. We just feel like she's done everything she can for us, and she's won over 170000 A lot of that's not for money. And so, what else is there to do besides yeah, have babies? That's right. So. Okay, so Sarah and I watched this, and this is hard, hard to make me do, but by the time you were done, we literally had tears in our eyes. We, we got all emotional. <laughs> And so as soon as you were down, they were like, oh my gosh, we have to talk to Dan. So tell us about your run. Like, what I want to know is what was going through your head. So you come in, you have the big stop, and you back to the middle, do your first set of turns. And then, I mean, it looks like she reaches her head down and she scratches her face. And you, I mean, you let her. Let her because obviously she's not going to do a good job. Right. And then 
Well, you know, our goal was to either do good or do zero. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going in there for second place, you know. Sure. So normally you don't run through the gate real fast. The odds are against you to get a good stop. But I, I went through there pretty fast. And so, it was awesome. Yeah, so you were, she, you're uh, trying to be somebody that day. <laughs> so she thought, since I ran a little long, she thought rollback. So I, yep. that's why I waited, got her where she thought backed up, and then I backed her up, and then she turned really nice to the right, and then she's gotten this habit in between the spins where she scratches her knee, kind of relaxes her. So normally I only let her do one scratch, you know, and then she picks her head up. <laughs> you give her that one. <laughs> but on this one here, she uh, I thought, well, this is her last run. I let her, I let her do some more. And, and uh, so I didn't think anything of it at the time, and then, and then when I loped off, she we did about I don't know two or three strides, and thing popped off. How how long did it take for you to realize that this was not good, but that you didn't have a left rein anymore? Well, I had I had to hold my reins you know, on my left hand, but uh, but I couldn't tell if the bridle actually broke. It, I thought it broke. I thought between the two silver pieces, that the cheek piece had just busted for some reason, and uh, so my first thought was. I got to pull up, you know, I, you know, this is a great mare. I don't, I don't want her to look bad and, and I just want her to go out on top. And then I thought, you know what, people need to see how good she really is. And she <laughs> felt like she was with me. She was ran so much and harder after that. that. <laughs> so like as a watcher, you did that and your brother Rick and we're like, oh no. So you, Actually, you, you kind of slow down. You what, were doing what? something and I was like, oh my God, Dan, how's yeah. his bridle just broke? Yeah. <laughs> so then you could see you like really slow and you were thinking. Right. And then something happened, and it was like this, like this moment where I kind of got chills. And you reached down and picked the bridle up, and you just stepped on the gas and just laid it down. And we were like, "Oh yeah!" I'm like he's doing it. He's doing it anyway. <laughs> so just go through that. Like, what made you say, "Okay, forget it"? Well, I, I remember a friend of mine, Rusty Dare. He he showed a rain and horse, and he, he actually dropped the rain while he was circling. He reached down, picked it up, and went on with the pattern he wanted. And, and, that, and that was my thought in my head, and I seen. Dale Hendricks do something similar to that in the finals of the Raymond's maturity. And, and I didn't know the AQHA rules quite as good as I should have. I was kind of going by the NRHA rules. I thought, you know, I could still get a score here. But I, I forgot that I had. If you grabbed him with one hand, you would have been okay? NRHA rules, I think I would have been. But so I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a score. I want to show people that this is a nice mare. I wasn't trying to show off. I wasn't trying to. But that's not my style. So for me and Sarah, <laughs> what had happened, we're like, oh, no, equipment failure, he's done, because that was our understanding of the rule. Yes, and I didn't understand that. So you were, like, running through your head, and all of a sudden you were like, let's go for it. Yeah. And then... It's like the mare shined, though. It's like she, like was, she got she, better. Yeah, she yeah. brightened up, her ears went up, and, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's like she, she, you know, she, she came up a little bit, and she's like, oh, this is no big deal. And she, then she came back down. Your slowdowns were beautiful. Oh, your lead just, changes were, like, right on the middle marker. Everything was great. I mean, and then, like, so I was... As a watcher, I held my breath, and then you got your first lead change, and it was so good. And just a second, she came up, and then I mean, it, that was it. It was, it was it was it was perfect. And then I wondered, I wonder how the rollbacks are going to go. This could get tricky. <laughs> and, and she then, was even better. She was snappy, and it was awesome. She was she was good. Like uh, you know, I ride with a lot of inside leg when I circle, and and that that helps the horses a lot. Um, so you know, get them relaxed, and can actually get them to drop their neck down where you don't have to pull on them. That might be the all-around experience in you showing. <laughs> so, so I did that a lot, and then I, and I, I ran down to my first stop, just a little conservative, and uh, and she was really good. So I went a little faster on my second one. And I went even faster. On my, on my yeah, you had a big finish. <laughs> By the end, where you just have fun. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, uh, I thought... Here's my question. Do you wish that you would have known what you would have scored even though they zeroed you, or do you just not want to know? I didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're talking about. We're like, I wonder what he would have scored. And Sarah goes, I just, he probably just doesn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's special to you then, huh? Now she's done and she's going to have babies. Yeah, well, she actually has, there's a four-year-old out there, and then uh, the other ones are, she's got a couple two-year-olds, a couple yearlings, and three winglings, I think. I think her stock value just went up. <laughs> yeah. I can say, um, I mean, obviously everyone's talking about it. You're a, a complete overnight internet sensation and aqha is really running with this like yeah. the videos all over instagram facebook fun. i saw that they were they like when i went up to get my ribbon i didn't have my horse and who the gentleman was there beside pete kyle but he kept saying you know kept talking about the run and they said well we need to interview you they said are you leaving tonight and i go no so now, now you're on the hook now you have to do all this pr yeah now you're on the hook we'll just give him this one if you want us to. <laughs> all right mr dan thank you very much for your time and thank you for the run. It was a cool was, thing to watch. Thank you, truly. It was a big, huge shot in the arm for us. It was very awesome. Thank you. It's good for the industry, I think, too. Yeah, I agree. Anything else you want to say? I, I just, uh, probably the best horse I've ever ridden. I've ridden some nice ones. I'm glad she went out on top. That's awesome. She did go out on top. Yeah. It was the most memorable zero run of all time for me. Me, too, for sure. And I don't know if anything will ever touch it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay, you guys, it's Sarah here. I apologize, we didn't get the chance to record a proper outro, but I'm going to use this as an opportunity to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. I think it's an important thing for our industry, and we really just wanted to capitalize on this moment because we watched history unfold in front of our eyes. And the things that we've interviewed thus far have talked about old memories and history that shouldn't be forgotten, and I'm positive that this run... And it's one that people will be talking about for forever. And so I'm grateful to Dan for giving us the time. And I'm grateful for Dan for giving us the opportunity to watch something like that. It was the coolest thing I've seen in a very long time, if ever. And I thank you guys for listening. And if you're wondering where to find the podcast, you can find it where all good podcasts are found. Apple Music, iTunes, and the podcast button on your iPhone. And Buzzsprout, if all else fails. We'll give you the link through Facebook and other means. And I thank you all for listening. See you on the next one.